Hello and welcome to the Fintech Australia podcast, Finney Special, presented by Tier 1 People, leaders in Fintech Executive Search. With the help of the Victorian government, Bogus and BPay, we're bringing you Australia's largest and most prestigious Fintech awards yet. We want you to tune in and pick the winners. And this year, you can join in virtually, in person, or host your own office party. So wherever you are, let's come together and recognize the amazing people Aussie FinTech is renowned for. Registration for the awards event is now open. Go to thefinnies.org.au. I'm Dexter Cousins, and I'm joined by Lucy Liu, and she's here to tell you why you should vote for Airwallex. But before we talk to Lucy, BPay are kindly sponsoring the FinTech Organization of the Year Award. BPay is the payments provider behind BPay, OSCO, and SIFT, an easy way to pay bills safely, securely, and conveniently. We greatly appreciate your support at this year's Finney's BPay. Welcome to the show, Lucy, and congrats to everyone at Airwallex for making it to this year um, Finney's as finalists. We're here to talk about your nomination for FinTech Organization of the Year. Thank you, Dexter. Pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to be able to share your story and, and pitch to our listeners. Um, so first up, let's talk about how Airwallex was founded. Um, what's, what's the backstory to the business? Yeah, sure. Um, so Airwallex is a global FinTech company that was founded in Melbourne in 2015. Um, we are one of the fastest growing tech unicorns in Australia. Um, initially started to help uh, businesses transact more freely around uh, across the border. We are now uh, building a global financial infrastructure to help businesses to scale across the globe. So through one single technology platform, we provide businesses instant access to an extensive global banking network, helping them remove the hassles of doing businesses across countries and enabling the transaction of billions of dollars with ease, speed, and full transparency. Right. So just how big is the problem that Airwallet solves? Yeah, well, it's definitely a problem that every business uh, experience if they are um, you know, doing business but, uh, domestically or internationally. And in the new, I guess, digital era, um, we can see that definitely uh, businesses are becoming more digitized. And our purpose is basically helping and um, empowering them, businesses basically of all sizes to grow in their own markets and around the world. Right. And so typically, who would your customers be? Our customers are... Um, Anywhere from a freelancer that is offering services uh, to overseas customers or um, international platforms are um, that are doing e-commerce in multiple countries. So basically, business of all sizes. But um, I can sort of give a few examples. Um, so you know, it could be an importer exporter that is selling um, across the border, or it could be online travel agents, uh, SaaS platforms. So, yeah, it's basically um, quite a big market that we're targeting. Right. Now, um, you talked about the, the, the origins of the business. Where are you at now in terms of locations, number of people, 
um, investment round? Yeah, so we currently have over 450 employees globally across 13 offices, um, including Melbourne, uh, San Francisco, Hong Kong, London, uh, Singapore, Tokyo, and a few others. Um, we have raised over $400 million US dollars to date um, from world-leading investors such as uh, Sequoia China, Tencent, DST Global, um, Square Pet Capital in Australia. Um, and we also have backers such as NZ Bank um, and a few other institutional investors. Well, let's talk about growth and competition. Why is your product better better than the competition and how have you differentiated from the others? Yeah, so I think, uh, first of all, we are an infrastructure-first company. We really built everything from the ground up. Um, we provide tech-driven solutions that are end-to-end, so anywhere from payment acceptance, um, foreign exchange, uh, collection, uh, payouts to cars, which is a really full range of products that a lot of our competitions do not offer. Um, our global foot, uh, payout footprint is uh, 30 countries and over 50 currencies, which makes us one of the widest reaching global payment platforms in the world. And we have very deep APAC expertise um, and can help businesses accelerate uh, connections within APAC, um, but also, you know, into other regions such as uh, Europe and North America. So I think our um, knowledge can be shared to our customers as well. So really help them go to newer markets and expand their own business. Right. And what kind of growth have you seen in the last 12 months? So, yeah, I think, you know, last 12 months definitely have been very interesting for everyone, right? And um, (laughs) I think fortunately for us, uh, the COVID-19 definitely really accelerated the um, trend of digitalization. So a lot of companies and individuals are now choosing um, the online platforms to help them you know, conduct their uh, transactions and uh, fulfill and like services that they would otherwise be offline. Um, and I think, fortunately, again for us, that um, we've been really riding on that uh, acceleration and that growth, and we've been able to launch uh, quite a few, uh, quite a number of very interesting products, such as payment acceptance, which allow merchants to collect. Um, via cars and wallets. And we also launched um, a virtual card uh, in Australia that help businesses uh, pay more and manage their uh, card expenses quite flexibly, uh, like um, with flexibility. And uh, yeah, we've had a tremendous year of uh, growth and we've seen revenue, product launches and fundraising or (laughs) being done this year. Um, so it's definitely been a very exciting and uh, interesting year for us. Now, COVID's obviously had an impact on everybody's business, as you mentioned. Um, you talked there that some of the growth opportunities that it represented, but how how's, the, how's Airwallex actually responded and had to change its approach um, through COVID and the impacts of that? Yeah, so, um, yeah, like we talked about just now, um, definitely introduced a new reality for all of us and we've been very adaptable adaptable 
to the situation and we've been shifting our priorities to uh, really helping businesses uh, transition their offline uh, financial services to online digital channels and um, specifically like, you know, how consumers shop and how they make payments. So we helped e-commerce platforms really uh, turn uh, their, um, you know, digital wallets and contact payments channels into uh, very uh, cross-border and uh, efficient ones. And we're seeing an increasing number of businesses um, choosing online channels for payment processing as well. So we really, um, you know, being diving deep into those uh, areas and trying to create solutions that are targeted at businesses who are trying to, uh, I guess, power through this next, um, you know, six to 12 months uh, through the recovery of the COVID. Airwallex is, I think, one of the um, true Aussie, uh, Aussie fintechs that went international very early mm-hmm. on. What plans do you have for further international expansion, Lucy? Yeah, so I think Europe is, uh, and we've started our Europe expansion early uh, this year and um and we're starting to see a lot of tractions as businesses are trying to look for uh, more end-to-end solutions to help them uh, transact globally and we also saw a lot of traditional businesses now looking for uh, to fintech and tech platforms to help them build their, um, you know, payments infrastructure as well. So we're working um, very closely with a few clients on that. And um, right now we're preparing for our U.S. Um, market entry. Um, we've been applying for state um, money transmitter licenses uh, this year. And now we have, I think, 21 um, out of all the states in the U.S. So once that's uh, on the way, um, we'll be... Um, you know, really um, heavily um, investing into our U.S. expansions. We do have a team, small team right um, there already. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes next year. Lucy, you've been nominated for Female Fintech Leader of the Year. What is your approach to leadership and how does it influence your, influence your actions and activities in your business? Uh, thank you, Beck. So I think um, my leadership style is definitely um, built on the foundation of care and appreciation for my team. And I guess being the only female uh, co-founder of my business, I believe leading with empathy and bringing that approach to my actions. So, you know, central to that is enabling a culture where everyone feels prioritized regardless of the time zone because we operate quite globally in different time zones right now. And especially this year, you know, a lot of people are working remotely and how, you know, do I make myself accessible and available and, um, you know, bring purpose to work as well as, you know, care to my um, team is very important to me. I think um, care is super important right now. I, I think that empathy makes a huge difference to everyone's well-being, particularly when we're working remotely. And so what initiatives have you developed as a leader in your business? What was the success of these initiatives? 
So at the start of this year, um, when the pandemic first hit, it was in our China offices and everyone started working from home. And we quickly set up a very uh, pretty comprehensive communications sort of plan so that everyone can stay in touch and uh, work closely together, even though, you know, people are not together in the office. And we share that with our other offices as well. And, you know, we set up virtual social drinks. We set up, um, you know, social clubs where people can still feel that connection. And, you know, uh, proves to be a very successful strategy because uh, since then, you know, the other offices, our international offices have been working from home for more than six months now. Um, But everyone is still, you know, keeping the spirit up. Um, And just this week, we did a fireside chat between Jack, my co-founder, and Paul Bessat, who is our um, one of our early stage investors. So that was very wel- welcomed. And, you know, um, yes, I think that's some of the examples uh, of how we, you know, stay connected through this period of time. And, yeah, I'm quite proud of, uh, of uh, being able to, you know, have the team execute this uh, very early on um, as well. I think you should be quite proud of all those initiatives. And um, what is a major obstacle you and your business has overcome? So I think um, one of Airworks' biggest obstacles was always, you know, how do we balance growth with uh, business priorities? And, you know, how do we make sure um, the team is, you know, mentally and physically well as well? Because um, in, a, in a startup environment, it's always very high pressured and not everyone is sort of fit for that. Um, and the culture is ever developing and changing over the time to, you know, because now we're into our fifth year. So our vision is the same, but, you know, how we operate as a business is quite different. So how we make sure that everyone can grow with the business, including the co-founders, you know, how do we grow with the business over time is very important. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, being able to, you know, be there for the team and over time how uh, we can stay together and head towards the same direction and be very ambitious is probably an, uh, I wouldn't say an obstacle, but a challenge that we face every day and that we try to tackle uh, as a team every day. Great. Um, Thanks for joining us today, Lucy, and good luck to Airwalex in all your finalist categories. Um, If you'd like to vote for the People's Choice Awards and join the celebrations on the night, go to thefinnies.org.au. And a big shout-out to the BitGov, BPay and Vocus as our main sponsors this year. And thank you to Seedspace for sponsoring the Female Fintech Leader of the Year Awards.